0: What's up everyone? Today on the podcast, I'm going deep with a good friend of mine, Richard Launton. Now, Rich and I go back way back in the day when I first started out in the industry, working on like independent short films and TV pilots and things like that. Now he is a filmmaker, mainly a sound designer and soundy on set, but he also is the co-creator of the Australian Independent Film Festival. Now on the podcast, we went real deep and talking about what makes this industry so great and everybody coming together to showcase work and which is the fundamentals behind why they first started the festival. And it's in its uh, fourth year, I believe in running this October 1st and 2nd. So get down and watch it. If you're in the Brisbane area, he just talks about the fantastic films from all around the international submissions and the Australian submissions being very strong this year as well. And this one's for the purists. We just really got into the fundamentals of filmmaking and bringing people together to showcase works and art form and what is art and where it places in our culture in this day and age that we're in. And I feel it's a very important voice and visual medium that we are, we are showcasing and that we are involved in, in this industry. And we went deep and we talked about a lot of projects that were done together and the festival and everything in between. It was a fantastic podcast and it's by far one of my favorite ones to do. And he'll be definitely back on again, but for now, Please welcome the talented Richard Lawton. You're now about to go deep with Dan Good. Righto, Rich. How, How you, you going, on? brother? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good. It's good to have you here. It's been a while since we caught up. Yeah, good few years. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure to have you here, man. So what last time would have been, I went over to your house, I uh, dropped off some beer because you did me an absolute solid doing the sound design on uh, Grind, the short film. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was good, man. And um, I actually remember working with Rob on that because he did the music,
0: which Rob. was awesome as well. Yeah. Robert, Robert Sedke. Oh, man, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's unreal. He was a godsend when I um, I put out, the, put out the bat signal on Facebook uh, to get someone to do the score for the film. Yeah. And he answered and I just couldn't have got anyone any, any better. Like where he was in Melbourne, yeah. we're communicating through messages or on the phone, but I, I didn't even know this guy from Bar, So nah. get him on the phone. We're like two hours on the phone straight up and it was like, yeah. I, I, you know, I just, I've known him forever. And he can shred. Like yeah, I his... saw his video the other day. Yeah, actually. man. He's yeah. unreal. Yeah. He's so
1: good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was good, man. But yeah, what? That's four years ago. Yeah, it's been a while, man. And now here we are. It doesn't feel like four years. It though.
0: doesn't. It only feels
1: like what, a year or two
0: if that uh, if that, man. It's been um crazy times, I'm sure, for it, you as well. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot's been going on since then as yeah, well, though, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, you're deep into like filming a lot of commercial gigs, corporate stuff and Yeah, yeah. So I just run audio nowadays. Yeah. Um, which is great.
1: Love it, man. Because yeah, I guess it's it, like, honestly, man, since we worked on Grind together, I, that was kind of a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a turn, not a turning point because I've always been into audio, really like music, did a load of it at uni. I, I was just telling you before I used to host a radio show as a kid in Bun, in Bundaberg Saturday mm. mornings. So, like, that was all through high school that I hosted that. So, I've always had, like, an affinity with sound. Um And then, yeah, worked on Grind, and I think that was like the last kind of gig. That was the first gig, you know, the last time where I decided I don't want to do anything else, I'm just going to work in audio. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, man, it's been going really well, so... I'm stoked.
0: Very so you're fortunate. Grind ruined the the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your yeah. Sound Gr- yeah <laughs>
1: grind just like all all hopes I had of doing anything else in this industry were dashed. So now I'm just holding a microphone and hoping for the best. <laughs> yeah,
0: because you are what you're doing. uh You're doing a bit of boom stuff for, for us as well. And yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. like yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Since, uh, ever since I've known you, I think I've been it. Uh, sound in film is one of those things that uh, uh you know. It's not. It's not that it's underappreciated. It's just not thought of. Uh, in you know, like fel- oh. filming is about filming, right? You've got your camera yeah. and your lighting guys, and and at the end of the day, you you can do ADR
0: on an entire film if you need to. Like, yeah, yeah. But Which would be a painful process. Yeah, and, yeah. And you lose a lot of the magic. Too yeah, totally. Year, right. So that amazing ADR artist. Yeah,
1: that, that's my job is to kind of try and insist that we don't go down that road. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But because because it's not at the forefront of people's minds, I guess, you know, it was good for me because I always had that interest in it that I could focus on it and other people were kind of happy to leave that to me. So I got to learn a lot early on. Yeah. And I'm still learning. Like, you know, I've been working full time in sound now for, you know, the last five years Mm. Um, and I'm still always learning and I know I'll be learning for many years to come. But, yeah, those early years just it was a – yeah, big advantage for me to be just that interest in it where a lot of other people kind of go, oh,
0: it's just, just, just sound. sound. Good. Yeah. But that that's actually what you say there is, uh, is one thing I noticed about you early on set. Cause we, I mean, we went back to when we were doing Synergy, it was yeah. where we met when Many you years were in QUT. Yeah. Um, it was one of the first productions I did like with Lee, like co-writing and producing it and all the rest of it. But, um, one thing, yeah, I did notice with you was sound is that you were always mindful of all the other things going on around you as well but you were quick to call up things if something wasn't sounding quite right, if something was, you know, if there was an issue, you addressed it then rather than just hit record and just, oh, I'm just going to stay in the back or fix it and post or whatever. Yeah, Like you say, you were very on the money with that and that's one of the things that stood out with me as a producer standpoint, like from word go, which is why I was always like yeah, I'll get rich, you know, if I can get rich, I'm going to get rich on board, yeah. It's a funny job, man, because sometimes
1: you can get away with that like sometimes it comes down to it and like you can hit record and you'll do all right you know yeah. you'll get good audio and especially if you've got a good team around you and everyone's aware of all the issues you know um it can kind of work out quite well but you know I do find more times than not nowadays you know it is just about being mindful and learning the kind of politics of especially every job you're on it's like okay you got to learn the scope of what is the scope to go into post with this, how much attention do we need to pay and learning your directors and your producers and how, what, how much can you push for as a sounder on set? And so, yeah, always learning, man, but yeah. it's been great. Yeah. This, I mean, the last, the last couple of years has been wild. It's been a weird time, but, um, we've been fortunate here in Southeast Queensland, North, North New South Wales, mm. that there's just been so much going on. I yeah. think we're just going gangbusters and hopefully Hopefully that will carry on post-pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully we don't need a world pandemic
0: to all be busy in this corner of the world. It's a bit like that, eh? It's like we kind of got our time to shine right now. And like have totally. done for the last few years like it was building with a lot of bigger productions coming here say like your pirates of the caribbean your thor ragnarok yeah, that's um, true yeah unbroken um, all those ones were like people were coming here yeah but they were also coming here a lot because of the tax incentives by the government and everything to shoot here plus locations and having the studio studios down the coast there yeah but um it's like you kind of Starting to prove yourself as like a as a player yeah. in the industry, and, and then now yeah. that these ones are coming here, even more so. But you just hope they come back to use it, and they're not using it for those exact yeah.
1: things, you know? Yeah, like uh, you know, I don't want to get too political, but like the Queensland government's done a pretty good job of like bringing productions arts, in, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. which is really good. I just would love to see. I mean, again, I work in audio, so I get a call and do a job. You know what I mean? I'm not. I don't see behind the scenes, yeah. so I'm not too well versed in kind of development. Uh, Stages of productions, yeah. Yeah, you know, and I I, like uh, I'm not applying for grants and I'm not applying for development, so I'm not sure what those processes, you know, how good they are for the people who are taking part in them. Mm. Uh, From the people I speak to, you know, the people who do, who are fortunate enough to kind of get those development programs really enjoy them. Um, But, yeah, I just hope that all that kind of builds underneath what we're doing now as well. We've got so many talented crew because they're needed at the moment. Um, you know, even there are even calls that we don't have enough crew in Southeast Queensland at the moment for the amount of work that's going on. Yeah. So I hope that underneath this, because we've got so much crew, it's going off. I hope though I hope we've all got a place to kind of sit maybe when everything settles a bit. Yeah, yeah. But the slate's still looking good, man. You know, mm. we've still got another good 12, 18 months of productions over here and yeah, like I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not. I've done dailies on some of those big things and and filled in and done second unit stuff, but I've not, I've not had uh, work for any period of time on those big dramas. Yeah. But what it's meant for me is, in my side of things, with kind of corporate and ads and stuff, you know, a lot of crew does get pulled into those dramas, so there's a lot kind of more freed up underneath that as well. So yeah, yeah I don't know, it's working out. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully it does mean bigger and better things for everyone as we move forward
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah Yeah, well it's it's funny you say that like um having the days on set uh and of that like little core group of when i met you and we did uh i think we did a was it a one no it might have been um what's the 48 hour film festival i think we did once ages ago always Um, they're they're so much fun they are fun yeah. yeah and It's funny because there was a core group. Obviously, I knew Jerry from when we used to – when we did Synergy and stuff like that, and he was on that. And uh, Shayla. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I saw
1: Shayla the other day, actually. So, she's
0: like – She's doing awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. And, like, out of – that group, yeah, I've seen like you guys doing really well, and it's something I want to talk to you about. Like that, have transitioned from obviously studying and mm. doing film, right? Yeah. But actually transitioned into the corporate and the higher end, um, you know, performing yeah. environments, and actually got gigs because you don't always see it. People fade out of the industry, or they don't keep at it, and things. And it's funny because of that group of people, I've seen you guys in the big sets. I've seen Shayla, like, as uh, down there on one of those bigger productions down. Yeah. studios yeah, and yeah. she was like second yeah, yeah. ad on like the second um basically with the main ad running like that whole day on set that we yeah. were doing with a lot of commotion and stuff going yeah, on yeah. that yeah i was luckily enough to get a real good gig on like doing yeah. some stunts and shit which oh, i nice, shouldn't have been doing but yeah, uh oh, wow. hopefully it features in that film that we, we did because it, it was awesome man yeah and, nice. but uh she was that's why i was like Fuck, this is so cool to see that she's like Running this that I know it from you know five six years ago or whatever when we were doing like that l- yeah. little forty eight hour film festival to see like the progress and and the growth and everything is amazing yeah
1: yeah I used to get really pissed off at uni when we'd have kind of industry experts and really experienced people come in and talk to us about you know working in the industry and what you got to do to kind of make your break because I always found that they never really had any like cut and dry answers for you you know like we're all sitting there. At the end of the day at QUT, you know, you might have 50, 80 people who graduate every year with a piece of paper that says, you know, they can make films. Yeah. Um and we were all hungry for that information like what is the breaking? What's the breakout point? What do you yeah. need to do to make sure you're successful? And now not not to say that I'm like, you know, killing it or whatever. I'm still like I say I'm still learning a lot and 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 I'm still kind of finding my way, but I I understand now why there wasn't that cut and dry advice because it just kind of doesn't exist, you know. Like for me, I've found myself if you just work hard and
0: and you're nice to people, that helps a lot as well. Yeah, I feel like I think that's a huge point because then you yeah. get asked back to do these things totally and you get right. noticed by the guys that are say your first ad, second ads, or whatever, and the ones that are actually in charge of getting you on board and and yeah. that's all it takes to get your foot in the door. You need your toe in the door and then you just yeah. work your magic from there, right? Yeah. And it
1: can kind of expand from there. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a funny thing. Like, you know, you, you say I could, I can't tell you why it's kind of worked out for this group of people. I think it is just like we've uh, knuckled down and tried to do as much as we can and, mm. and it's paying off. So yeah.
0: yeah, it's good. Yeah. And I think it's that drive as well, obviously, and not giving up and, taking yeah. the opportunities when you get them, man, and doing some of those gigs um, like that are obviously not paying as much or at all, you know, and just getting that recognition and building that up. Like, cause people can get a bit of an ego on them and stuff like that. And it's, that's not going to help you to on set at all.
1: No, no, not well, no, no. Like, you, you know, what that's like, man, you know, whatever level you're at, like, it's never nice to be, you know, to be dealing with that within the crew from wherever it's coming from yeah yeah um sometimes it's inevitable but you know at the end of the day like i try and keep that mantra about me that uh, like it sound as well again is like we're not i'm not really doing a creative role on set i'm there to do quite a functional role Uh, you know i'm a cog in the in the machine yeah yeah you know my input's not game changing or anything all i'm trying to do is get good sound of that Uh, you know, uh, that performance on the day and trying to save a load of cash for production in the back end of things. Yeah. Um,
0: So, uh, completely forgot where I was going with that, mate. Um, Um, Your role in the production, like, rather than you're not on the creative side of things. Yeah, so, like... Man, <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, that's all right. it's it's nine thirty in the morning. It's, it okay. Is. it's oh, okay. It's okay. Right. No, it's an appropriate. Well, t- it's appro- uh, it's, 12, no. it's twelve o'clock somewhere. Cheers, brother. Yeah, cheers. Um.
1: Yeah, something about you know. Not being creative, I was gonna yeah. say. I, 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 <laughs> what I had to say was gonna be quite profound. I'm sorry, it, it'll come back it to you at the
0: right time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, it's amazing. And like I said, I've seen I've seen Jerry on a few of those sets, like whether he's on um like at the second tier of the yeah. filming stuff, like yeah, yeah. Be, and it's just it's awesome to see, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. It's been fun. It's been a good journey. And it's it's funny, you know. Like I say, coming out of uni, and you've got all these kind of hopes and you know, you're like 21 and yeah. you think things are going to start falling yeah, in your lap. to the big productions. Right, and yeah, which yeah. It, uh, some people are doing right now yeah. because of how busy it is and that's so good for them. Like that's awesome. Mm. Um, but it does take time to kind of cement yourself in there and I'm, I feel like I'm only just losing that imposter syndrome now, like, yeah. you know, half a decade into it being my full-time job. Yeah. I can finally go to set and, and know that,
0: okay, I am I know what I'm doing and I know what my role is and I'm okay at it. So Because it must be a daunting prospect at first. Like I can only see it from a performance side of things, obviously. Yeah. Well, you know, on those bigger which is, sets, which is just as daunting. Uh, yeah. You know? like- ca- yeah. It can be, I guess. Yeah. 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 At the, at the start. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, no, yeah, it can be depending on your role and what you're doing. But, um, like being a, as part of the cog and the, in the yeah. bigger machine of things, And you've got all these experienced people around you that have done this for 20, 30 years. Or you always see there's a lot of older guys or, you know, ladies on set or whatever that have been doing it for a long time. And they stay with that production company, with those producers, with those directors that are always getting them on board. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, I'm a young fella in this. I just came off a uni shoot last week like or whatever, you know, an independent shoot, short film. And now I'm helping doing sound like I may be second... Third tier, whatever, helping out, but yeah. it's kind of crazy when you're responsible for this certain task and capturing this audio clean, yeah, like yeah. you say, for the bigger picture, the bigger film, you know. And it's it must be a daunting prospect to just roll into like that, but you got to take it as it comes, right? And yeah, just... and
1: you've got to do it. You've just got to do it. My point before that I completely forgot was like in terms of that, like back to being just being a. Nice person to work with, you know. I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to take along with me because I'm not. Because what I'm offering production isn't like beautiful visuals or something that's really taking production to the next level. Like if I'm on location recording, I find that yeah, a lot of the job is just like like I was saying earlier, figuring out as soon as you get to set. Okay, what's the process here? What's the scope, and and then just working within that and being as pleasant as I can, yeah. you know, and, and getting the job done. So, yeah, it, I mean, the dawn, I, it's funny, man. Like, I kind of, I think I get off on it being like stressed about what I'm doing yeah. a little
0: bit. Like that's what drives me to keep doing it. Do you think that puts you in the zone? That little bit of, you know, pressure makes diamonds, so to speak, like.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like, I, it's fun. You know, like that's what sort I, of, like, I think It, I locks, know, you, it kinda... locks you
0: in, man, because when you're in a normal mindset of a normal day, a day in, day out yeah. lifestyle, right, yeah. and work as well, it can become work though even though you're doing it and I say the film realm is like another world in itself. Yeah. But it can become that thing probably if you're doing it day in and day out, but when you're locked, like when, you, when you're when you forced to like just sweat a little bit and you're yeah. like, yeah. you know, like it's tunnel vision, yeah. you're like, okay, I'm on yeah. and I know what I got to do. I've got a job to do and mm. I'm going to do it. It just switches that cog to make you be better. Like maybe you're rising to the occasion of the challenge of the, of the yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's all it's been like, like I used to play quite a bit of pool, like a little bit of competitive pool and stuff like that. Yeah, and nice. when I'm fucking around with my mates, it's all good, you know, having beers and shit. Like I can smoke most of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I'm just playing and I'm not really on. Yeah. And it's like, all of a sudden, if I play someone good, yep. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. and I'm just like locked in and they're like, where the hell did that come from? Like, oh, you know, the challenge because you rise to it and, yeah. it and it just puts, it brings something out of you, you know? Yeah,
1: and it's it's exciting, man. And like, I don't know, it's, um, it's kind of sadistic to want to be stressed. I, not that I'm running around pulling my hair out. There's definitely a, there's a fine line there. You don't want to go over the top, but it's nice to have the pressure sometimes. Yeah. Mm. Um, I really like doing doco work and stuff like that for that reason because you know if you're doing like ob doc stuff where you're always on and you're just recording
0: you, you know you never know when that gold might come out yeah um, especially with documentaries yeah when right. the, the it just drops and someone like yeah breaks breaks down or breaks into something and gives you some real source of
1: yeah so I love that environment because yeah. it's like you can't there's no scope for like dropping the ball you've got to just always be on and yeah to
0: yeah. capture the moment yeah
1: yeah so that's really fun and yeah but i i mean i just i really enjoy the job man you know it's uh it's like i've always like i say i've always been interested in it and um yeah i'm i'm feel very fortunate and glad to be contributing to some awesome content you know all over the board yeah
0: that's it man
1: yeah tiktoks just spent a week filming a tiktok uh you were saying that before we podcasted and uh uh, just yeah very different man the budget you were saying i'm just like oh yeah it's pretty hectic but like it's yeah like it's again like just one of those things really interesting to kind of uh, not easy as a though, because you we you're shooting vertical instead of horizontal so and to make the shots look nice Uh, generally heaps of headroom and stuff like that so just um, so you
0: can have the aesthetically stuff please yeah in the exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah so the
1: boom wasn't doing too much although <laughs> um josh who i work who booms with me is he's awesome and and took it really well and and did as well as he could but yeah so you know new challenges and things like mm. that it's, it's good it's great
0: and it's interesting to see like that's th- a market now it's yeah. huge um yeah. and to see i mean if people are putting that kind of money into a production to do just a TikTok thing. It just shows where the market's going and what the consumers want.
1: It shows that I know nothing. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I mean, like so. I say, I hold a microphone, man. Yeah. And, oh, we're doing TikTok? Okay. No
0: worries. That's Let's do crazy, it. crazy, man. Like, mm. I, I've never downloaded the app i've never even got into it at all one yeah. single bit i well, don't know if we're I too will. old man i know we're way i'm too feeling old. the aj but it's like but then you see older people getting into that stuff and you're like what are you doing man but yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. what do you got to do you got to do something to stand out like it takes it just takes one thing for the dominoes to fall you know and you yeah. have your chance in the limelight or you know a chance at um playing with the big boys so to speak so yeah it's like what do you got to do to get into it i mean looks like you got to make a TikTok account. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But it's cra- like I know it evolved from like doing dancing and things like that to like now people yeah. it's just another platform to yeah, put yeah. videos on.
1: But- yeah, totally man and like the job that we've been doing is uh it's not it's not typical TikTok. It was very high production value and yeah. you know Which pretty is not- pretty big team yeah. And, yeah. but that it's exciting to see man, you know, like that's it, that I was cuz it was a drama shoot. You know, like we, it was scripted content.
0: Oh, okay. Right.
1: So yeah, well, yeah. it was all, it was all full script series of videos. And so, yeah, really interesting to see like a, you know, a, a scripted video go to a platform like that. So, whole different way of shooting, whole yeah. different, but it's there. So let's do it. Mm. Yeah. Why
0: not? Yeah. Pays the bills though, as well. And like oh, you yeah. say, you're learning a thing or two doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Adap- not I mean what do right? what are you, right? yeah. like, you going to do like <laughs> yeah. I don't like someone says hey we're, we're shooting a TikTok like you want to come work for us? What am I going to do? Nah, you don't hey, say TikTok. Yo to work. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Thinking, nah. Well, that,
0: and that's the thing that um maybe you toss up with first off in the industry from being a crew side of things it's like creativity and doing yeah, what you yeah. want compared to being corporate and getting fucking paid. Yeah. Like, and that juggling act and and You don't want to, how have you found that? Like, cause you don't want to lose that creative side, right? Like I know you love, you used to, you know, you love creating and still you did a lot of filmmaking stuff earlier on. Now you say you're doing a lot more sound and it seems to be a lot more down the line. Have you felt your creativity stifle in some way or you still are feeding that into other areas?
1: I, um, I've had, I, I, I come up with ideas for scripts and, and stories, super irregularly like you know some people just have heaps of ideas and it's about finding the best one and and weeding them out like I might I might come up with an idea once every like couple of years or something and I don't even know how it happens like so I got a couple of things that I would really want to get into shooting next year because I do need to uh I do need to kind of supplement that side of things as well, because like I say, my job's not creative. I like, I do the post side of things, which is really great. I, Mm. you know, have a few clients and I can do some sound design and, and that's awesome, man. I really enjoy that because that's another, that's that kind of creative side of things as well. Um, but yeah, I've, I've got to try and make time to write and, and think about things and, uh, you know, think about ideas and developing ideas. Otherwise, yeah, it does get kind of dry because yeah. it doesn't matter. As Again, as as a sounder, it doesn't matter whether you're doing a corporate video, a TikTok or a feature film. At the end of the day, the job's the same job. Like yeah. you're not, there's no, it's not like I can get on a short film as a sounder and go, oh, you know, this is creative for me. I'm doing exactly the same thing as, in, you know, I would be if it's some CEO address to you know a workforce or a feature film or whatever it it's all the same i'm doing the same job at the end of the day Mm. so yeah i do have to i've got to make time otherwise i start to get the itch you know yeah and you don't want to lose that either yeah exactly Yeah. yeah i mean you know what it's like like and i love that process of talking to people about your ideas i love pitching when it works. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, in, yeah, even yeah. to your mates or to whoever. Well, that's where
0: you got to start, yeah.
1: Yeah, like just pitching your idea and like if you you can tell if someone's genuinely jazzed about it, yeah. you know, you see that look in their eye. Um, like Jerry who we were speaking about earlier, who we're still great friends, like... I kind of pitch him a couple of ideas and he's always great for my ego because he just gets really into it. And all yeah. of a sudden we're yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah. okay, we could, for sh- this scene, how are you imagining those shots coming around? And, you know, so, yeah, that's great. And, like, I mean, that's that's so, you know, like, I don't know, it's my favourite thing to be able to just get jazzed on stuff with people. You yeah. know,
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's the awesome part about the creative industry, though, as well and filmmaking in general mm-hmm. is that, like I said, it's another world, but it's like they understand you, you're driving straight away, you're on the same wavelength. Well, yeah. you know if an idea is going to work, you're on the same wavelength, right? And you yeah. say it's coming in from like the void from that place that you're just getting these ideas from and then to be able to, Conceptualize them and, and actually reiterate what you're yeah. thinking in your mind to somebody else is how you pitch properly and how you realize if the idea is probably going to work or not or need some yeah. tweaking. But then it starts to evolve, you know, it actually comes to a form when you're giving you're putting it out of here yep. to somebody else. It starts to create life, you know, yep. in itself. And then it's like it starts to take yeah. something on and that's when you run with it, right? It's a special thing.
1: Yeah. And it's so exciting. Yeah. Like it's just, uh, I, I find myself just, you know, I, it's like when you like that feeling, like when if goosebumps, like when you are with someone and there's a story idea or something that clearly you're both really into and you've come up with it, like you say, it's out of that void, it's out of nowhere. Mm. And all of a sudden, you know, you can get really excited about it. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's the best feeling.
0: It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm excited to see what that comes about then. if you, Yeah, look, you I'm not going to pitch it on, on nah, the podcast. Nah, 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 but, that's uh, right. No, yeah. it's early stages of conception. I, I understand that. Um, I've got a couple of things like I, I want to do in that regard too. Eh? It's just uh, obviously time management as yeah. we were talking about beforehand. Yeah. Working full-time jobs doing this and trying to get, get it all moving along. But um, there's definitely a few productions that I would like to get on because you apply for the odd thing or whatever, isn't it, from an acting point of view and, and, and it's like, they don't always jazz you, you yeah. know, like in some of the rollers and what have you. And it's just like, when you've got the ability to create in your mind, it's just about getting that right team around you, whether it's yeah. a small team or whatever, because generally that's what you got to do on the indie um, side of things. But it's just having that, I think. Um, and, and that helps with that creativity. Like say you got, you got Jerry there to bounce off yeah, of, you know, yeah. you have that team of people that's where something conceptualizes and then it creates and comes into a, a, the bigger thing and you start, or before you know it, like, you know, you're, you're creating, you're, you're on yeah. set and you're doing the thing. And, and then 100%. it's taking on another form. So it's a fantastic part of it but yeah that's that's a lot more of what i would like to that i intend to get on with as well like that artistic side of things and yeah like I, i'm huge i love heist films yeah and i've got i've got a few ideas you know i've got i've always got a few got good ideas but it's just like you got to put them yeah you got to put them forward and then you got to get them done you know and it's um at, at this point too it's like we're not kids anymore you know either so yep. it's like if you're making something you kind of want to have it to have a purpose though as well like and and but yeah. also not so much so because then you lose the creativity use the art form yeah, you know yeah. if you're just trying to make something for a certain specific reason it's kind of like doing a corporate tiktok video you know it's not really yeah what you probably originally got in the game to do you know you want to be you want to be paid you yeah. want to do things but that creative side is just yeah, is what you probably first was what draw you drawed you into this industry. Yeah, you know? yeah, you've definitely got to stay on top of that yeah. and keep up with it for sure. Yeah, no, that's it. But I mean, speaking of that, you've got the shirt on right now. Yeah. Australian Independent Film Festival show the people, you know. There you that's go. That's right. How's so that? this is uh happening well, by the time we're gonna put this out, this is uh yeah. it's gonna be the week off So yeah, yeah. and you've got the festival happening on Friday, Saturday, October first yeah, so and second. Correct. Friday
1: Friday night starts with the uh, International Show shorts and we've got an academy uh nominated short film oh wow yeah oscar nominated which is awesome uh and then yeah all afternoon and evening on saturday as well so it's been it's been super interesting like because this is the fourth year that we've held the festival um Super interesting seeing what comes like submissions. So, we got nearly 500 short films entered this wow, year. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, I just, I watch this stuff and I'm, it's like, what? I'm so lucky to be able to watch what everyone else has created. You know yeah, what I mean? And yeah, I yeah. can sit and look at this stuff and, and feel that same you know, spark that they felt while they were making it. Yeah, yeah.
0: and also as a viewer, as someone that's consuming the content, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, right. So, and this year was super interesting because, you know, I feel like, I, I think i mean i've done no official research this is all just me thinking about it but um i have a feeling that COVID might have affected things this year in terms of submissions
0: because Uh, it it would have for sure yeah it had to for people creating content yeah or adapt to to survive right and do them from home totally a lot of those things were coming around like
1: yeah so we didn't like last year and the year before we got a lot more international films like we probably you know, got an even number of international, so the rest of the world, to Australian films. And this year I have a feeling because, uh, you know, we weren't as locked down as the rest of the world for the majority of the last year, Mm. Um, the Australian content's just shining through. Like we have so much great Australian stuff being made. It's such a shame that we can't enjoy each other's company in person, you know, like cuz there's a lot of great stuff from the rest of the country as well and obviously no one can kind of come to
0: Queensland, up to
1: yeah. enjoy the festival yeah, which is yeah. a real shame, but we're really looking forward to being able to open that door again, but you know, it's just awesome to be able to celebrate this stuff, like people have got people are making great stuff all the time. Yeah. And for us to be able to, you know, show the the cream of the crop as such and and diverse a diverse range of stories of a really good quality, um, yeah, I feel so fortunate. Um, and now's the time to kind of get around that, you know, like for, off what we were saying earlier about support and development, um, we have found it tough over the last couple of years with the country kind of being locked up. Mm. Um, but that's kind of our modus operandi is getting to a place where we can be self-sufficient and help development of uh you know new film industry here in Southeast Queensland and yeah. um really helped foster a an organic kind of grassroots process because I don't from my point of view, especially like when I was going through uni and and learning my craft, I I felt like it was lacking that kind of grassroots development on a a whole like I say Screen Queensland has a bunch of great initiatives and in terms of development and things like that but I would love to be able to create like a community-based development uh, process where we can all it, it just when you're a new filmmaker the industry can feel super inaccessible I think yeah and you're so worried about uh, competition and not doing the right thing like i said i sat at uni and I was getting really angry because people couldn't give me the answers to how i get into the industry if we can if we can as a community develop that grassroots kind of you know beginning career process or even just a community base where we all know each other and can get together and you know that 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 would be great that would be that would be in my opinion, if the festival over the next, over the course of the next five years could help develop that and start to build a community, uh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I can't stress to you enough, like, the content is unreal. Like, some of it is jaw-dropping, you know, like, the production value, the stories, like, everything about it. And it's a shame that we, you know... It's not a shame but like I just really want to be able to celebrate that as as much as we can and and y- like you've you've mentioned already today like that the indie side of things can be tough mm. it's unwieldy and you've got to work really hard for no money and it's all about that creation and it's all about being together in a team and and enjoying the process and um like yeah we need to be, we need to enjoy each other's content as much as we can I think yeah I think like yeah, man. Some of the, so Saturday night closing night just before the awards is all Australian films. Yeah. And not like to say from all over the country and it's the quality is second to none, you know? There's no reason that like that stuff stands up against films from all over the world, the best of films from all over the world. Yeah. So we need to get together and enjoy it and celebrate
0: it. Yeah, no, that's right. That's yeah. um yeah, and I watched a few uh, little thumbnails that uh, you've been posting on on the page and everything on Facebook page. And, yeah, yeah. So, like uh, there was The Egg or whatever. There was that oh, The one. Egg Party. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that international? Or is that, yeah, so that's yeah.
1: American. That's a, like an American short. Um, that
0: was like a you know what a 30 second snippet or whatever it was. Yeah. But I was in it straight away. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh wow, these ladies are fantastic. Yeah, They're no, lying I'm on man. the ground and and it was just it was so emotional way right? straight yeah. away. I was just like, what are they talking about? What's going on here? Yeah. Like, I was just intrigued. And this is the thing, man. Like
1: I am so fortunate to be able to watch all of that stuff and then like create a platform where we can share it. You know, like the work the work that's gone into this stuff is crazy and like as we all know we've all done it Mm. you know it's what you do as as a anyone who's starting in the industry is putting in the hard yards so like i just loved being able to yeah show that stuff and 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 celebrate it man and everything is good you know what i mean like i'm in a situation where i watch every film and it's the hardest part of it is is Getting together with the guys, cheers, man, at the festival and um and deciding what we because we, we've only got a limited time, right? Like if we we can't show 500 films over no, a weekend, no, of course, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the hardest part is having to say no
0: to stuff, which is awesome but we just don't have the minutes in the day. Yeah, it's pretty tough. And, I mean, as you see, if you're getting like 500-odd submissions as well just internationally Yeah. Um, and the Australian stuff is standing out, it's like that's that's a huge pool to choose from. And yeah. like I saw, obviously, a couple of the other um, short clips as well that were up there. Um, there was the one with the chick with, that had the irregular-shaped hand oh
1: yeah, like, yeah or yeah. whatever
0: and i was just like i w- that was another one i was just once again the lady standing up like i was just in there yeah. i was just like oh what's this about like it's only a short snippet but yeah, yeah. i was just like oh shit she's carrying this like this is interesting i'm yeah. intrigued i don't know what's going on but yeah. i want to see what's up
1: yeah and and you know like we get the opportunity to uh to have we've got such a diverse slate like you like we just stories from all over the place all different kinds of things you know different uh just different content it's great man you know like we've got a film from south australia called farmers which is about like three aliens that land in the outback and like start a farm we've got, you, <laughs> you know, like, awesome. and again, like the production value is next level. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's so, it's cinematic. It sounds great. Looks great. Like it's an amazing film. And uh, yeah, just, I, I mean, I could, I want to list every, every film, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the, just to highlight it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Jeremy's Jeremy and I, so Jeremy is um, kind of the co-founder of the festival. And we we run the thing together, and um,
0: and we'll say Jeremy Rigby, right? Because, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah The yeah. audience that like no, Jeremy with Jeremy yeah. Hill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of
1: course, of course. Yeah, um, so. yeah. So different, Jeremy. Um, and yeah, he's. He's uh, he's really uh, on the money. He's the one telling me like, no, nah, we can't show, we can't have because a three you, and a half hour, hour screening session. Yeah, 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 I can't help myself. And yeah, he's like, yeah,
0: because well, you see the art in it, the purest form of it, and you yeah, want to showcase. I, I don't it. want
1: to take that away from him. He also, d- Jeremy also sees all that stuff. You know, he's yeah. just like he's, you know, he's looking at the clock and going like, man, you know, we've got to, we've we've got to pick the best of the best, and and we've got to make the decisions, and it's tough and. But yeah, it's such a fun process. And then being able to come together, you know, like we will this weekend and and just enjoy enjoy the films, like it's really, really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, being able to we've got a, a Doco session as well, which is really good. Um, so we've got a dedicated documentary session, lots from Australia again, which is awesome, and then a couple from around the world. So you get a real glimpse into like real stories from from all over the place, which is great and a yeah. whole load of different, you know, themes and ideas there as well. Y- you don't you don't get an, the opportunity regularly to sit down and watch a selection of really good films that are going to make you laugh, cry, make you jump, make you think, uh, all in the space of two hours and it's stuff that you're never going to see anywhere else. Yeah. Or you know you might be able to find them on YouTube down the track or things like that. But, but will like, you though? Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. unique experience, and I love being able to you know host that and, yeah. and champion these people and and yeah just have a good time, couple of beers, and, and enjoy some films.
0: Yeah, and that's it. And, and getting together too, like mm. as a networking point of view, but getting oh, yeah. together to actually um, to watch this content, you know, and be moved as you say from it, yeah. and from an artistic standpoint. It can be very exp- a- aspiring, you know, like inspiring, sorry, yeah. um, to, to watch this stuff. Mm. And because I remember going through, you know, like you get, you say you network early on, like that's what you get told to do, you know, like as an actor um, to meet these directors and producers or whoever's around. And, but that's, that was my favorite part. Like I yeah. like talking to people, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just, Seeing that content and me, like I've always loved art form, and I see art in everything, you know, and in my interpretation of it isn't necessarily what the interpretation was of the person creating it. But yeah. that's the thing about art is that you can make your own from it. You know, you can be inspired in your own ways, mm-hmm. and and I think seeing these things it definitely does that to you as yeah. it, and it inspires you to go out there and do something for yourself and like oh man I want to be in this festival next year you yeah, know I want to yeah, hope yeah. to get that or if I'm not in this one I want to put it out there and get on other ones so I can do this for somebody else you know yeah. and it's a It's that reoccurring cycle of like giving back, you know, and and inspiring others and pushing each other forward to create something different and thought-provoking and inspiring. Yeah, it's just, it's a special thing.
1: One of my favourite things about the festival, and it surprises me every year, and it shouldn't surprise me, but I'm very forgetful, I guess, but it's like after each session, going out to the lobby or the bar or wherever, you know, and just listening being a weirdo and listening to people's conversations and hearing people discussing the films, like at the end of the day is that's a win, right? Like if you can hold a festival where people will hang around after the session to have a drink or just chill or whatever, and they'll sit, talk to people they maybe haven't met before or the group of mates they've come with and discuss like, Oh, what was your favorite? I really liked this one because of X, Y, Z, but this one was also great. This one made me feel like this, like, I don't know. I find that so addictive to be able to uh, like, I love doing that with other people. It's like what we're saying, it's that spark. It's like, what's fun about life, you know, being able to get jazzed about things with people and yeah, you know? And so, yeah, I, I really, yeah, like that's my favorite bit, you know, Like, like when everyone's like, and people, you know, will come up and say, thanks to Jeremy and I. And like, that was awesome. Like we would not have seen anything like that. Uh, if, you know if we didn't come today yeah. we we just wouldn't have had exposure to stuff like that but we've sat in an awesome dark theater with great sound system uh like i say with a beer or a wine or whatever and and we've had an experience and you know we can and i think you know like yeah it's just it's just awesome man so much
0: fun sounds good yeah yeah like, yeah um actually yeah i was looking at it and i was like you know what i need i need to come to this yeah definitely I was just yeah i was thinking i'm like oh I'll drag you know talk to a mate a couple of mates in the industry and see if they're interested in coming along eh because it's hard to get yourself out there to do these things sometimes oh, like yeah, when you, yeah. you know you know the way of life but yeah. it's like i mean i encourage people to go out there and, and check it out because it, from what i saw this morning which i've seen a few of the thumbnails come through before and, and watch some of the videos and um I was just like, yeah, this is good. This is good quality content. And obviously I want to support you and what you guys are doing in the industry. So I'll I'll be there. Like I'll come along one of the nights or if I can make both of them, you know, but I'll try and get a couple of people involved. But I just think it's, it's a fantastic thing. And I remember when you started it yeah. and, um, yeah, it's just to see that kind of quality of the content coming through internationally. That's funny because I noticed too, like on the festival circuit, a lot of people love submitting to Australian um, film festivals. You know, because yeah. Australia's uh, Australians get that notoriety, notoriety on, like on big, say, your Margot Robbies or anyone, yeah, you know, yeah. like Hugh Jackman or whoever you want to name, like big actors. Um, that are in the in the spotlight it shines something back on where they came from you know and why they're good at what they do and what else is there you know what other uncut gems are like they're ready to ready to develop you know and it's just amazing to see that and we should showcase it and yeah i mean if you're getting that content i think it's yeah, it's just, it's it's an awesome thing if people are submitting internationally, I think, to Australia. I think that shows something coming back, you know, rather than Australians going out there and trying to submit to all the LA film festivals or anything in America, you know, because that's no deridery yeah. back here to say that I got into the LA film fest or I got into this or that, you yeah. know. It's cool to have that level up, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, and um, and like, you know, these films have been nominated for Oscars and, um, we're getting submissions. That's pretty sweet. Man. Yeah, it's you got, know
0: that's like, got a taste. Quite
1: yeah, nice. It know. does, but at the end of the day, the film's great. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a given. You know. So yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. I I don't know. I just find it it's super exciting, and I do like every time every. You know, the same time of the year every year, I love it when it comes around. Stressful and like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm pretty sure that's why I've got no hair left anymore. Hence, <laughs> hence I wear a hat indoors. <laughs> um, but you know, like it's just, um, it's really is addictive. And like, again, just being able to talk to people about films and just see people's enjoyment. And it's always a surprise as well. Like again, another awesome thing about having, you know, we've got a two hour, each screening session is a couple of hours. Um, so, you know, so we might play 10, 13 films or however many it is in the screening session. Like it's always a surprise talking to people about what they liked, uh, because I, kind of, I kind of obviously go into it going like, well, I think that one's, you know, I like that one the most and this one's great and this one's great. And then, you know, you talk to someone, like I'll talk to people who've come to the festival for the first time maybe and I don't know them from a bar of soap and, you know, I'll ask what their favourite was and it's something completely left field. Yeah. Which I didn't even think about in my top three. But yeah. it's what's made them tick, you know. So that's a unique experience as well. Like, you know, they're all great films but... Your fate, you know, just it's just awesome to be able to talk to people about that.
0: And the, and that's the thing with um, short films as well, right? Because obviously, what what is your cutoff length for your the short film submission? We
1: actually went a bit longer this year, so we went up to thirty five minutes. Okay,
0: which is long for yeah, because really there's a lot long. that only do five to seven minutes, yeah. right, or something like that, yeah. which. I'm always like, I don't know what your standpoint is on this, but like short film, I mean, I guess if you can show that impact in that time, I like something that a little lengthier, you know, even yeah. for a short, you know, I yeah. feel it's hard to tell a story in under 15 minutes. You can do it well for sure.
1: You know, man, like so over the course of four years, I'll have watched, you know, near on two and a half thousand short films. Yeah. Um, so I feel like not... Uh, You know, not a font of wisdom on the matter, but I've watched a lot, so I kind of feel like I'm getting a vibe for what works and what doesn't. Yeah, okay. And some films deserve to be 35 minutes long. You know what I mean? And some film like some don't. Yeah. But are. Yeah. Uh, But again, that's the that's my interpretation, and that's the art behind it. Well, huh. do you
0: see a sweet spot then in that?
1: Regard? I don't. I don't. My comment is I don't
0: think it exists. No, I, I don't. Think I, I don't think you can when it comes no. to art, right? Well, but like you, I'm just interested. Yeah, to see if there is in your two and a half thousand well, well, <laughs> okay. short film experience.
1: I'll put it. I'll put it this way: like the majority of films that we're screening are between ten and fifteen. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, but like I say, we've we opened it up because. Well, first of all, people are saying, like, oh, we'd love to submit, but our film's, like, just outside the cutoff. Yeah. You know, sometimes, like, we've we've got a couple of films that are over 20 minutes this year. Yeah. You know, not getting up to 25, which is long, you know, like, that's a long film. But at the end of the day, like, their story is a 25-minute story. We've got films that are two minutes. Yeah, yeah, okay. And that, and they're great films, um, you know, uh, but the kind of the filmmakers have gone, this is just a two-minute story and they've nailed that two-minute story yep. and it's fantastic. If you can nail it in two minutes and that's fantastic. Right, yeah. and yeah. it doesn't necessarily, well, I mean, they do, they're structured stories, they're, they're yeah. just super limited in cast and location and yeah. it's a small message and a small story as opposed to a, you know, sprawling epic of a short film yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I don't like to... Like again, I'm no, I'm, I can't give any advice because I don't think there is a cut and dry answer with it, but I think the biggest thing when you're making a short film is to just just know what it needs to be. Mm. and try and try and limit it to what it needs to be, for that story to be as effective as possible. But that's a super hard thing because, you know, some films are built on atmosphere and slow, you know, some films might need loads of establishing shots and just to get the tone across and that might take a few minutes in the beginning of the film to get your tone across so that then you can tell the story effectively after that. But, you know, like I I guess I like when a film comes in at the last moment it needs to come in so we don't get too much extraneous information or or anything like that. But again, like it's not, there's no rules, it's like... You can tell like when a film, you can just, like I say, the the amazing thing about being able to watch so many films is just seeing the process that's gone into them. And we know, you and I both know about what goes into them. Yeah. It's it's hard work. And when there's no money behind it, which is the case for I'd say 99% of the films coming through to us, it's passion projects. Yes. Yeah. And it's fun and, you know, like. That it just means that it's been hard work and it's been totally on, you know, the ideas of a few people that have got together and decided they want to write this story because it means something to them. So it's, like I say, I see it as kind of an honor that I can, that I get the opportunity to watch all this stuff and just see the thought processes of different filmmakers from all over the world, you know, like could be in the middle of africa or from perth or from right here in brisbane and and just see yeah what people are thinking and what's making people tick and you know obviously there's different vibes every year like yeah there's a lot of covid stuff this year
0: um that's what i was about to ask you yeah yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you think in and what you've is it been affected because of obviously the way and the capabilities of being able to shoot during a pandemic and things like that has it shaped the stories and the overall uh what they're trying to do yeah with the stories and everything or has it just been like a limited capacity in order to shoot these that that, the the reasons behind it or do you feel in in an expressive way they've like gone at the whole Has there been any of those that are, like, eye-catching, like as in, like, oh, things shouldn't be locked down the way they are or, like, you know, like going at the man, you know, in in an artistic format?
1: It's interesting. I think, um, well, our cutoff was end of July for submissions Hmm. from memory. So uh, I feel like we've – I feel like we might have time-wise avoided a lot of the kickback kind of politics side of things, which – Again, not to get too political, no, but I'm it's glad. Good. Well, I'm it's glad good you that I avoided that. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that I'm. I'm glad, you know, like it becomes quite tiring. Mm. Um, but I think in terms of the content, COVID kind of has. I mean, it's unavoidable. It's been in the zeitgeist for the last eighteen months. Like it's all we've been talking it's about. Fix something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yes, it it affects especially the international films mm. because for the hour submission period, a lot of the rest of the world was locked up and could just couldn't do anything. Yeah. So on a practical level it's affected the films. Yeah. Which is cool, man, you know, like things have been done differently. Um, It's been really interesting to see how people have gone around that to create and not be, you know, they've still expressed themselves and written stories and created stories even given like the limit, the huge limitations that have been on all of us. Um, but also, yeah, that obviously it's all we've been speaking about and thinking about and living. So it's unavoidable that that's going to seep into creation and storytelling. Yeah, uh, and like you know, like and and that that comes through in a whole whole breadth of execution. Like some of them are literally about being locked at home during a pandemic, you know, and some of them are a bit more. Metaphorical, so that idea yeah. of like being trapped or imprisoned, and and trying to figure out kind of what your life's about when you know you can't go and live your life as you usually yeah, would. You,
0: way of living, yeah. yeah.
1: Like we've all had to think about that, right? Cheers, mate. We've all had to think about. Like what's going on? Like who are we? What do we want to be doing? Because we've all of a sudden been granted this time to actually sit and think. And, I mean, we again, in the film industry here we've been very fortunate and we've had all the processes that have been in place have meant that we can all keep working and and keep working a lot, which has been great. But especially 2020, like, you know, that six-month period there where things were a bit hairy, like we did have to sit and have a think about what.
0: What we're doing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Like what are we, what's, my what's the point here? What
0: What am I doing with my life, you know, and, and the time, the, um, the very little time that I have to make an impact on what what I'm doing. Am yeah. I just living the life in the machine as a cog, so yeah. to speak, and not a creative standpoint of just being a cog, Yeah, you know, in everyday life and like what do I want out of it? Yeah. What do I want to express? What do I want to achieve? What am I passionate about? Yeah. What am I doing wrong?
1: Yeah. Uh, so everything you just said, I feel, has been expressed this yeah. year. I've felt that whilst we've been watching these films, mm. lots of films actually. Now you put it like that, lots of films about like artistic, uh, like integrity. I guess the idea of like being a performer or an artist, and and that maybe, and then and a roadblock being thrown in the way of that, and yeah. dealing with that, which I have a feeling stems from being an artist and being locked up and not being able to be an artist anymore. It's
0: from a way of life from back in the day, man. I think that's where art was birthed, if you know what I mean. Right. Because back in the day you were so suppressed like the Roman rulers or anyone that was ruling a society, you know, you had the misfits, the outcasts, which were sometimes used as entertainment as jesters or things like this to entertain the king or the queen or whatever the royalty was, the hierarchy at times. Mm -hmm. They were there for that reason, right? But also they were there to inspire. You know, you would see those little trick show alleyway shows that yeah. were like trying to get a hidden message out to inspire the poor to uprise against the rich or in those realms. And I think it it brings it right back to where art was created. And I think that's where the best art comes from, is that time to reflect and and on the oppression of things and Mm -hmm. the way of living you know and how are we going to move this forward how are we going to inspire the rest of us to collectively move in an area where we can all succeed yeah and
1: i think that's so important at the moment because uh, of what we're seeing around the country like people are unhappy and uh, again i don't it's not the platform to make a comment on that kind of stuff on my opinion i don't think but People are, there are a lot of people that aren't happy. And I think, you know, artists play a huge part in, uh, commentary around that. You know, like we've all got a kind of responsibility on many levels in a time like this. And, uh, I feel like, as I say, being able to enjoy these films and, and, Feel that zeitgeist, you know, like the, the the just everything that's been talked about and been going on, feel that coming through in these films. It's super, super cool to be able to see what how artists are choosing to make comments on what's going on and, and the and the world and yeah. the state it's in at the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fantastic, man. Well, I mean, I hope it goes. It goes. I mean, it sounds like it's been a success anyway, like for you, you know, along the years. And, and I, it's, I mean, I, like I say,
1: Being able to show a bunch of great films, like, that that ticks my boxes. Yeah. You know, like, we... I'm I'm, I'm confident every year. You know, like, there's no... It's just an awesome program. Yeah. Um, And that's not, you know, that's not a flex. That's like... That's just... I just get really jazzed that people are making awesome stuff and are happy to share it with us and then, then we can share it on their behalf, you know, in front of a, a, an audience. In a, in So we're at Metro Arts this year which okay. is a new... Metro Arts used to be in the city but um, that building got kind of bought out and they've moved into West End now. Okay. So they've got a, a new facility there and it's an awesome little theatre. Um, so we're really excited to be back with those guys after a, a year off. Um, so yeah, just being like, yeah, being able to sit down in a cool little art space in a theater down there in, in West End and like, you know, what better place in Brisbane to, you know, get bohemian, a pretty, pretty
0: artsy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so city, yeah,
1: yeah. so like, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I feel like it's a win already and I just can't wait to hang out with everyone who's keen to come down and enjoy some films.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah look man. look forward to it, man. Yeah. Get down there. Have a couple of beers. Oh, mate, that's the enjoy, best. Enjoy, indulge. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. That's right, yeah. No, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, how did the, is that what's basically, by the sounds of it, I mean, it basically answers itself, this question, but that's why you started this? You just wanted to showcase? Yeah, showcase
1: and celebrate, man. Like, yeah. you know, Jeremy and I, I met Jeremy, uh, he produced a film uh, and I, I cut it, I edited it. Uh, before I did Grind and you ruined all my dreams in other departments. <laughs> artistic standpoint. Yeah, exactly. So I cut I cut his film and it, and it worked out quite well and then I cut a trailer for him for it for Backyard Film Festival. Okay, yeah. Uh, and that got chosen for Backyard, which was really great. And I was proud of that. Uh, you know, I was really green at that point. Mm. Like I was learning a lot and... Uh, I was really proud of the trailer. It worked quite well, and yeah, Jeremy and I went to backyard and had a couple of beers. And I think that was we were just mates after that. And then yeah, he, he hit me up one day and said, "I've had this idea because he he from his point of view, I think he was getting oh well, he's just looking around and going like I've got a load of friends who will." who are making stuff and just want to show it. Yeah. You know, like why don't we all just get together as mates at a at a cinema and put our films on and a, and like the, exactly the same thing, have a couple of beers, enjoy the films, have a chat about them and it's a it's a night, you know? Yeah. So I think in his head that kind of expanded into this thing like why don't we do that for as like it does for everyone. A, yeah, 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 why don't we enjoy everyone's films and yeah. you know, so we've got a big it's funny though because it, it's kind of we've separated those two ideas so we choose not to we're really kind of harsh on the idea of like mates and if we've if either of us have worked on a film then it's an instant like we have to kind of say we can't show it yeah, and that's, yeah, you yeah. know that's it's just one of those things cuz we don't we really don't want any conflicts of interest of point in that of view, yeah and i don't know about you but like there i've been to some like film events uh, short film events where it there is a vibe of that. Like, where you they're know. just showing their
0: films and their friends' films. Kind yeah, of, yeah. Out.
1: And yeah. like I'm not pointing any fingers. This feels like a long time ago now, you know. This is probably while I was at uni and my attitudes were all different back then. But, yeah, so we've focused on this idea of going like no no personal kind of objectives, just picking the best films yeah. and, and showcasing them. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I've really enjoyed that process. Yeah, it's been fun.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Now I can see why you'd take that standpoint, yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic, man. I think what you guys are doing and I've seen it grow over the years and, and that's why it's really cool. And, like, I, to be honest, I haven't been to one yet, so that's why I'm like, oh, man, man i got to go to this one, you know. Like, so it's, it's been a while since I've been to a festival, yeah. to be quite honest with you. Yeah. and, and- Premiere was probably the last time I, w- I went to a premiere of, like, um, a film that I was involved in was the last time I went to something like yeah, that. Yeah, You know, and it's like mingling and, and being a part of that environment and talking to your people you know and just throwing the ideas around like you say about the films it gets yeah. brings the proverbial juices yeah. you know flowing and then yeah. you're like oh man I need to make something like that you oh, know man, and that's, that's what like, it's supposed to do you yeah. know showcase and inspire yeah. that's what art's supposed to do you know yeah. it's an expression
1: and that's all we care about yeah uh, i shouldn't say that's all <laughs> we care about but that is just the driving force behind it yeah, you know yeah. like we're not we're not we're not going for anything else other than celebrating amazing films yeah. and bringing people along. As many people who are happy to come on that journey with us, we're going to bring along and, enjoy, you know, just enjoy it together. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, it'd be awesome to see you down there, man. Yeah, no, um, I'll, I'll be there,
0: bro. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll talk to you after and see what, what night. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, both yeah, nights yeah. would be great to go the, to, oh, but uh,
1: I mean. Again, man, like, you know, this might sound like marketing speak, but like I... I'm terrible at marketing speak. I'm it's my I'm so bad at it, but uh there's just no bad time to come. Yeah. Like I if if you had Friday, Saturday all free, I'd say come to the whole lot yeah, there because yeah, yeah. there's not a letdown in there. Like I'm um, you know, you know sometimes like if you if you're curating something or whatever and you might or like, you know, even if you're showing your mates like a new song you're into, you've got that sense of like, oh, i really like this but they they might not like i feel like with the festival year after year i it's the one kind of space in which like you know we're curating a bunch of films but i feel confident that i could recommend any session and you're going to get a different thing out of all of them but it's going to be rad nonetheless yeah so friday night is around the world so we start in australia with an australian film called love club which is opening the festival and um the team from love club are coming down to kind of open that screening session for us and open the festival and then we start start with that then go around the world and then we finish with an australian film that that night and then saturday session one is docos and we've got uh, a Q&A with, we've got two Brisbane based docos in that session. So we've got a Q&A with each of those teams. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday is another around the world concept, start in Australia, around the world, back in Australia. And then Saturday night is all Australian films and then the awards afterwards.
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah. So whatever you came for, man. Yeah. 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 yeah you'll, I, I assure you, like there'll be stuff that will
0: provoke and, yeah get you thinking sounds sounds great mm. um, yeah I'm, I'm highly considering coming to both yeah i'm gonna i'll talk to a couple of mates and we'll see what we can yeah for going. sure man. yeah yeah
1: for sure mm. yeah but um thanks for having a chat with me about it. no
0: that. no it's, it's awesome to have you on here bro and get your perspective on the on the industry as well at the moment and uh everything going on so
1: yeah i mean it's great you know, it's good for it's good for a lot of people, and like I say, I just hope that it it can carry on like this, yeah. and we can
0: all. But I, I think you've created it. You you and Jeremy have created it for the the purpose that art was there for. You know, like it sounds like you put it, you've created it to showcase, and that's the fundamental of why you create something because you want people first. You want to do it, and you want to see your initial idea like conceptualized, mm-hmm. and 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 and. Take its own form on and whatever it is, it creates and it and it be's. But at the end of the day, all artists want their work to be seen. Yeah, most artists do. They want people to see what it is, and you know, like for it to be out there. And like, you know, people well, like yeah. you that are creating these platforms for it to be seen is just—it's fantastic, man. And there needs to be more of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I for fear I, you know, I don't want to sound get too philosophical with it, but like, you know, what is art if people can't consume it? You know, like that's the whole idea of it. A,
0: it's just expression, isn't it? And I guess that is art, but there's two. I mean, for art to come for its full circle, it has to be, it has to be, you know, thought up of, yeah, made. Um, it's an expression, but then on the other end, it needs, you know, it needs to be interpreted yeah. by the person that is viewing the content or seeing the whatever yeah. it is. That's where it goes full circle because it it's inspires something in them it creates an emotion whatever it is yeah, exactly. whatever it is, yeah. art is supposed to create an emotion whether you fucking hate it or you love it or you're inspired by it or it yeah. just it, whatever it fires up in you that's that's the art right there.
1: Yeah and, and you know the arts we in film have had it pretty good the last year but in terms of the rest of the arts um, it's been pretty pretty dire. You know like because um, so much so much art is about getting in a space together and enjoying it mm. and we can't do that yeah uh so yeah i don't know i i'm looking forward to life kind of getting back to normal again and yeah i feel like jeremy and i are just trying to do our our bit on that front to yeah to help that circle kind of come to fruition man. yeah
0: i mean speaking of that do you have to have things in place covid sort of protocols is there anything like what what's going on metro
1: this is going to sound metro arts have actually they i mean they're amazing they've handled all of the all of this stuff um they've made it super easy for us uh so i may i don't want to be quoted on this but i may have heard that i I don't know i don't even know if you will need masks inside and I think it's full capacity. So it's yeah. no, so like it's going to feel like a normal event, you yeah, know what, that's mean? what I mean? Which is really was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's little things like, uh, there's little things that we kind of can't do. And the biggest thing that, I mean, I wish we could uh, kind of invite people from interstate, yeah. uh, you know, filmmakers and things like that. Like the first couple of years were amazing. First year we had a guy, uh, a jet came over from, uh, in uh, the Philippines and he brought his, um, he's hes an, a Grammy winner. So we, we had a Q&A and he brought his Grammy over and like.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah,
1: like how crazy is that, man? Yeah. And he's gone on to win an Oscar as well and um, which is insane, man. Yeah. Right? So we got to have a Q&A with him and like there was, these guys came over from Ireland and some people from Russia and then you know the second year there were people coming from all over Australia to see their films and you know like that's awesome as well. like being able to talk to new filmmakers who are just stoked that an audience has been has sat down and watched their film. yeah, and it's the same feeling I get like as a new filmmaker, if you hear if you kind of stand around in the lobby and hear people discussing what you've made, whatever they're saying about it, that's exciting. and that's you know. It, that sparks that is the full circle. You hear other people discussing what you've created, and all of a sudden, you can go, "Oh, cool!" Like we can take some of that stuff into the next one, or yeah. yeah so, yeah, I'm. That's a shame, and that's obviously uh, you know that's unavoidable. Um, but you know, it, hopefully, again, like this time next year, we'll be back to normal. But th- I think that's why it's so important that. We do support that sort of stuff now, you know, like why not come and enjoy the films and and support those
0: guys from afar, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So have you, yeah, so I guess none of them have, yeah, no one can really come. Well, that yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we, like um, it's just not happening. Yeah. So have you got a decent amount of local content from yeah, Brisbane? Yeah. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've or got a,
1: heaps of, well, yeah. like we got a film from uh, up in Bundaberg, which is my hometown, which is really awesome. Um, great film called Home by a guy called James Ladder. Um, we've got a few from down here. Love Club is a, so the guy's opening the festival, that's a Brizzy film and then a few more Brisbane. I think
0: that might have been one of the little shorts that I saw, yeah. Like that you yes, put yeah, up yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah that yeah. might have been the first one. I saw, The recent one that's been posted, yeah, I think. yeah, yeah.
1: Great acting, delicately told story, like just a really nice film, man. Yeah. Um, confronting but not, you know, just... Just really well told story, um, yeah. So and then on on the Saturday night we've got a few Austro- a few Brisbane films as well, yeah. Uh, which again is so exciting. Like there's just the quality, man. The quality coming from people around us that. You don't necessarily, you know, they're not, we we might not have heard of them. They're not, you know, definitely not kind of like celebrities in the industry or whatever. They're just kicking off with everything really. And the quality that they're making already at a young age, fresh to the industry, like, man, you know, we, why, like we should be all sitting around and going like, that's amazing, you know, and we should be learning from each other. And uh, when I was at uni, I found that that was quite limited because it was competitive. Yeah, it is competitive. And there is uh, I don't know if you know, it's always perspective. I don't know if the competition's kind of like if I'm not experiencing that competition as much anymore because I'm a bit I feel like I've found my feet a little bit uh. or or whether there's just so much work going around that people don't need to be competitive anymore, you know what I mean? And acting must be the other end of the scale, man. Like that's a different. You know, it's, a, yeah. it's obviously the same industry, but it's such a different process. The whole thing, like it literally, an audition is a competition in some ways. If you look at it like that, yeah,
0: yeah. But you don't want to look at it like that because you're gonna. Well, depends what your um what perks you. You know what makes yeah. you get your best out of you. Obviously, um, I'm a competitive person, but I don't feel like that ever helps you in this game. I've got to be honest. I agree. I'm a highly fucking competitive person at Mm. anything I do and, and play or whatever. Like it's on, like Mm -hmm. no matter what it is, you're going to get me up at here. If, if, if someone challenges me to do something, but with acting, you're challenging yourself. Yeah. You know, and you're seeing what you're made of. And that's a scary thing in itself sometimes, you know, And, 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 but it's very hard. and, it's like if you see it and what you will do when you first start doing it more than likely is that you are competing against all these other people in the yeah. room and that fucking psychs you out straight away Yeah, because you're taking yourself out of yourself, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. It's a good thing to do that because you can be too far up in your own head, which I've definitely been guilty of at times. Um, But also it just, all you can focus is on doing the best job you possibly can being settled learn your lines, which is, you know, like yeah, uh, yeah. the fundamental thing, understand the character, understand where you're coming from and where you're going to in a scene yeah. and go in there and leave it all in the room. That's a we're in an audition process. But yeah. when you're actually acting, like it's a different thing because you shouldn't feel any real competition, I don't think, but that's just my point of view because you're all there creating something, a collective coming together and creating something awesome, you know. Yeah, yeah. And... You shouldn't, but I mean, there's probably people that have a completely different perspective on it that jazzed up in a different way to be the best that they can too. Maybe, maybe it's not, but I mean, I know I'm a competitive person and I don't think you can, you can put that into the film game, you know, like I don't don't think that works Yeah. other than to drive you to be better behind the scenes. Yeah. But when you actually go to do the damn thing, I don't think so because like you kind of got to leave your ego at the door, Mm. you know, um, but also, I guess there's confidence and belief as well, which can be stemmed from a little bit of ego as well. Like, so it's 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 a it's a juggling act, man. Like, acting's tough.
1: Yeah, I it's don't, I do not envy tough, you, man, man. Yeah. Like,
0: it's you just you putting everything out there, everything on the line to be judged. Yeah, by literally the jury and the executioner. Mm. And sometimes you're your own jury and executioner, and you've yeah. you've cut your own head off before you've even got to the uh, got to the hearing itself, you know. Yeah. And it's just such a juggling act, man. It's it's hard. It's real tough.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I don't know how you guys do it. Like oh. literally, every step of the process seems like a nightmare to me. <laughs> like the <laughs> ho- like auditioning camping, auditioning yeah. sounds like it sucks, and then you've got to go act in front of a whole crew and cast or a theater full of people watching. Mm. You see, you got to act in front of that while uh, on a film set, everything's going on around you. Like it's nuts. You've got to get mic'd up. There's people talking to you in every ear, Like, You've got to act in front of those people. You've got to trust your director, even though in your head you might be thinking, oh, I really wanted to take it this other way. I think that's better and I've got to put that away and try and do this other thing. And then at the end of it all, you are printed on film, you know, and you can be watched in that role for the rest of time. (laughs) And it's every step of the way,
0: you're, you're getting judged, judged yeah. right? <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know how you do it, man. Yeah. There's a sound. Oh, I sit back and I sit in a quiet corner with my headphones on and shout out, speeding, you know, yeah. sometimes. And you know, that's enough. Yeah, that's that's my exposure. That's, that's your shine, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't, I don't, when you put it like that, it's a daunting prospect. Yeah, man, yeah. No, it's it's unreal. Yeah, it's a lot to get over. But I think, um, like anything, it's just experience, right? You get on those sets early on. You yeah. start off in a laid-back role like an extra gig you see what's the best thing you can do is just just take it all in around you when you're an extra and you're trying to understand what's going on but when you're an actor you kind of you want to take in what's happening around you as in performance-based I guess being a polite person being humble and everything but once it's like in that zone you got to be locked in you know and that stuff is just like a like a murky background you know like like a fine close up shot where everything else is blurred and in the background that's kind of the way you got to see it and yeah. it's it's a hard thing to switch on and off um yeah, and that's that's the other side to it. Yeah, sure. it is hard when everything's going on around, but it's like you kind of got to. Sometimes you've got to walk away from it, you know, and just take five and just get in your get in your zone and whatever yeah. you have to do. Everybody has different techniques in that regard, you know, to ground yourself, breathing exercises mantras that they say to themselves, whatever it is, you know, and then you go in and you go to do the damn thing. But it's just like, it's funny because if you're not quite there and settled and grounded, a dr- you know, someone saying the wrong thing can totally upset you probably as well. Yeah. And and that's, I think what you said there is um, like, that's one of the hard things that I had to deal with, um, you know, midway point early on, whatever is um, you see the role in a certain way you want to play it in a certain way. You've done all this research and building up of the character and why he does what he does in this scene and everything that they go about. And the director just throws your a curveball and like, I don't see it like that. You, you want to do it that way. And then you got to lose it all and yeah. throw it all away. That was a real big learning curve for me because yeah. I'm like OCD, Perfectionist. Like, so I've done the groundwork of what I thought, and I've built this whole fucking world around this character, you know, and why why he's here and why he's doing what he does every little bit. And then it's like, oh, no, just throw that away for a minute and try this. Yeah. What? Like, you're having a spastic moment in your mind. Like, but you have to, like, because you've got to be able to, like,
1: totally be, you've got to be able to completely get rid of that and go down this other kind of, but also still keep the whole, idea of your character like exactly yeah man like I always thought that I'd like to have a crack at acting and then the more I've worked and the more I've seen what a good actor is I'm like I don't know who I was kidding like (laughs) you know you guys work so hard you know and like so that you do all of this all of that stuff I just mentioned whilst you're being someone else yeah right yeah you're not being yourself it, that All that stuff that I set, that whole list of audition, shooting, then it's on film, that's hard as like Dan, right? Mm. Like you're just being yourself. You're like what, you know, and instead you're John who has three kids, you know, and yeah, a wife yeah. and a whole yeah. different life. Yeah. And you've got to embody that like, yeah, crazy, man.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's also um, when you come to understand it a little bit, you're playing aspects of yourself, you know, right? But you're channeling it into another character that is not yourself. Yeah. So it's like when you watch it personally. If like a lot of people don't like to watch what they do, you know, and I understand that. And that's something to really get over at the start when you first filmmaking. You're like, oh, I don't want to see that on camera because you're seeing all these things. You're like, do, do I really sound like that? Do I look like that when I do it? Yeah. You know. And it's like, but um, you when you understand yourself and understand characters, it's like you can see certain parts of yourself in these characters that you're playing along. And it's like, even when you see like a list actors, you know, and they're playing a role of like, look, I'm going to use Tom Hardy, for example, mm-hmm. and like doing Bane. Yep. And you see aspects of that Bane character, which what really fucking worked for him and he was terrific in, you see aspects of that in all the characters afterwards that he's played, like yeah. whether it's somewhat of a, a turn of the voice or just a look or something yeah. you're just like kind of seeing that and it's like so is that this thing of hardy that he's captured yeah or is it this thing of bane that he's captured and it's just working yeah, for yeah. everything and it's yeah. just like and you start to see it and it's like yeah i don't know it's a funny thing eh yeah and i mean i guess maybe i've consumed too much tom hardy but to, to say that but it, you can definitely see it in people and in actors, yeah. You said the words uncut gems earlier. Have you seen the movie? Yes,
1: fantastic. Man, that, I mean, he's a classic as well for that um, Sandler-like.
0: I saw your mind turn a little bit when I said uncut gems. I love <laughs> the
1: Safety brothers are like... Amazing. Yeah, I can see why you'd vibe with it. Oh, like Good Time is something else. And Uncut Gems. Good Time.
0: I don't know if what's that.
1: So that's uh, Robert Pattinson. That's the Safdie. So the Safdie brothers directed Uncut Gems. And yep. they, the movie they made before that is Good Time. Okay. Also on Netflix. Uh, I don't know if and I've it's, seen that shit. Yeah. Robert Pattinson uh, is with his brother who's got a mental disability. And they go to rob a bank. And his brother gets caught. So it's all about <sighs> Robert Pattinson. Maybe I have seen that actually getting his brother out of prison. Yeah, okay. Oh, my. Man, it's one of the best movies of okay, all time. Okay. Just like. I'll have to watch it, yeah, if I haven't. Just standard. I mean, say standard. That I don't want to underplay it, but it's just a classic like um, conflict, conflict-based movie. Every step that Robert Pattinson's character takes to fix a problem creates a bigger problem which he then has to fix and it just escalates and escalates. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Sandler, back to my point, Sandler is, um, I mean, he's clearly Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems. Yeah. But we've never seen him like that before. You know oh, what I mean? he's like, fantastic. He's him, unreal, man. right?
0: That, that, that. That film fucked me up, man, when yeah. I was watching it. Dude. Yeah. I, I fucking sat there and watched it by myself. Oh, dude. You I was, have, just, you I was it. all in the roller coaster. Yeah, I was freaking out. I was anxious. I was sweaty palms. I was like, fuck, do I need to turn this off for a moment yeah. because it's freaking me out. I gotta keep going with this ride. Like I gotta know where it's where it's gonna end yeah, up. And it's, it's just it's a crazy well done film and it shows his full scope of acting yeah. without any real comedic notion, oh, yeah. which he's absolutely known for. Yeah. And it's just it's fantastic. And it's just the ending and just how it oh man, yeah. it's just it's all over the place.
1: Those guys are just the masters of creating. I've never watched such a stressful movie.
0: And you know, like, nah, neither, I don't think I have either. You can
1: watch a movie, something like, let's say, Hereditary. Have you seen that? It's a horror movie with Tony Collette. No, uh,
0: what? Someone told me the other day. Literally last weekend, I was yeah, having this yeah. conversation with someone, and they told me to watch oh, that. Oh, you should watch because I it, man. said I've yeah. watched nearly everything worth watching in the last twenty years, which I honestly feel like I almost have. Yeah, yeah. But someone uh, mentioned that, yeah. and I'm like, "What the hell did you saying?" So obviously, movie. I got to watch it. Um,
1: so that's Ari Ari Aster directed that, wrote yeah. and directed it, and it's like a, it's a, it's a I won't. I don't want to reveal anything because the movie plays out beautifully, but yeah. it's a horror movie, right? And it's extremely stressful, like. The the way that things play out is like far out, you know. Like it's not like a jump scare horror movie. It's more like psychological, and it's just nuts.
0: Which they get me more than what a
1: yeah yeah. And it's kind of it's kind of got culty vibes to it, right? So that I, that stuff's always good. Um, but it, I just uh, it, like even that. You've got a horror movie with horrific things happening. And it's designed to be stressful. Yeah. Yet Uncut Gems was just another level. Like they just know how to shoot tight, get their sound design is so unreal. Like they just create the most stressful sound design and like everything's always happening. And even then they are able to... Come away from those stressful, noisy, loud, busy situations into like a quiet family they slow gathering. It down. Yeah, we're but bringing still, the same
0: emotion from one scene right? to the next, and you're just like the whole thing. You're is gripping your hands. Yeah. Hey, like even just- when
1: everything quiets down. And you're in a normal family situation, you're still, like, on the edge of your seat, like, this doesn't feel right. Like, something's wrong.
0: It's the coaster ride of that character that you're just on board with from where we're going. You're just like, stop doing it, man. Just stop doing what you're doing and just stop.
1: That's the other thing they're really good at (sighs) because good times the same. They create a character who you should not back. Yeah. And like you know, like he's a gambler in uncut gems. Yeah. he's it's literally like he's a, he's a, the unbackable and a little gamer. Connor. You know, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And yet, and yet, they've created a film where you back him. You're like, yep, yeah, he's got it. He's gonna nail oh, it. And you the want humility him to win. Of
0: that character, and the most piece of shit character yeah, almost it, going around. He yeah. makes mistake after mistake. Yeah. He's a bit of an arsehole. But it, it's fucks still over his family. But it doesn't yeah. really care. Seem to care. Got a mistress on the side, and then you're all about that. And yeah, and then
1: oh. and then they have those endings where they throw it back at you and go, "This is the guy that you wanted to win this whole time. Have a look at yourselves. Yeah. you know, it's like
0: just unreal." filmmaking that's fantastic yeah. yeah and that chick that's um the supporting actress in it like first actual acting role for her yeah crazy i've listened to her on a podcast like talk about it eh? and just yeah. like and they've they found her those guys like they got her in their friend of a friend like got her to read the lines for it and, or did it and she ended up getting it and she had done nothing yeah how good is that yeah and she's fantastic and it's like and one of those things too, after all the stuff he's done, you find out he's got a wife and kids and he's messing yep. around with this chick and he's like, and she's like, you're not even sure what her motives are. She doesn't really seem to have his best motives in mind. She's trying to up her game and get in the biz and she's yeah. just put the weekends in it and stuff. Yeah. And then, um, and, and he does whatever he does. And then I think he gets thrown in the trunk of the car too at the, <laughs> yeah. at the recital of like yeah. his kids play. <laughs> And um, with, with no pants, right? Yeah, gets out of that snow <laughs> and then he goes to that club, man. And that's, and it's like, you should not be rooting for this guy at this yeah. point. But you, they go into that club and he's like messing around backstage. She's with like the weekend and he loses his shit. And you're just like, oh my yep. God, like just, it's just fantastic. It is, man. man.
1: Across the board. It is, it is. And, and then, yeah, like I say, they just have that way of, um, they just have that way of drawing you in so mm. hard to a character that sucks. And then throwing it back at you at the end and, and kind of making you reflect on, you, like I, you literally finish those, Good Time is exactly the same. You finish those movies and go, I can't believe for the last two hours I've wanted that person to win this game. Yeah. You know, like I have been sucked in and spat out. Yeah. Like crazy. That's, yeah, that's filmmaking, man. <laughs> yeah, those guys are geniuses, dude. I'm so. And next, I th- oh no, I'm thinking of Ari Aster. So Ari Aster, who made Hereditary, and then he made a movie called Midsummer, which is another kind of culty horror. He's um, is that
0: not the ones that are on Netflix?
1: Yeah, they're both. Were they? Uh, the, they're both on Netflix. Midsummer,
0: yeah. but was that the um, the the couple of films that tied in together that they recently released or not on there? Uh there's like. No, I'm maybe thinking of something different.
1: Yeah, Midsummer,
0: Midsummer was a standalone thing, I don't
1: think. Mm. It. Um, okay, no. Yeah, no, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's moving on to like a comedy next, which is so weird. Okay. Like he's made – I haven't seen Midsummer yet, but by all accounts it's a really great horror movie and now he's just like moving on to – a comedy.
0: Well, that's, yeah, the other spectrum of it, isn't it?
1: Yeah, he kind of seems like a bit of a Danny Boyle character, you know, like uh, just make like Danny Boyle did Train Spotting and 28 Days Later and Slumdog Millionaire. Like look at those three movies yeah, as they a, a director. relate to each yeah, other, yeah. right? So, But ma-
0: if you probably looked at the, the finer points of it, they probably do. There's probably an underlying oh, yeah. story that like you can yeah. see why they were drawn to making that film and it still got their – um this style and the signature yeah to it. yeah yeah so yeah I'm excited to see what
1: to see Ariaster's kind of vibe when he's coming up with comedies yeah and, yeah for yeah. sure so yeah man that's exciting yeah. this is what's this is exactly what I'm talking about man it's that being able to talk about art is yeah. just unreal and and you find out things that people like and don't like and And that helps you kind of figure out what you like and don't like. And that's just really exciting.
0: It is. And I think from an artist uh, perspective is that we can be um, sometimes like very self-isolated as well with our own stuff because we go through a range of emotions of things and sometimes we can be really reserved and then when we're ready to share stuff, we go out there and we do the damn thing and put it out there and then um, can judge our own work very harshly as well and, and all the things we do. Um, but when you're in a realm like this, and this is what I love about doing the podcast, getting entertainers on filmmakers, whatever, is that you get to, there's not often that you get to lock into a conversation for an hour or two. And just talk about this kind of thing. And it's quite, it, it jazzes you up. And it's what you're yeah. able to do with these film festivals as well and and yeah. everything. And when, same feelings as when you're on set making films, you know, and you, you're really inspired by it and you're jazzing each other up, you know, you look forward to it all the time. And when yeah. it's over, you're like, fuck, I, I lost a piece of me in that, you know, and yeah, it's just, yeah. then you gotta carry on to the next thing. It's like a relationship, you know, yeah, like, and it's, yeah. it's crazy, man. It's yeah. a crazy thing thing that we that we do and and it's like you often get creators come like the writers and the filmmakers that like they talk about it like it's their baby you know it's their child that they've like conceived you know and developed and growing into this thing and they let it out in the world to be what it's going to be you know and other people to judge upon it. it is just it's a weird thing man it's a weird scenario to be in it's a a weird industry to be in but it's so goddamn beautiful and amazing at the same time yeah it's it's awesome dude it's just it's it's crazy it's a crazy world being an artist i think
1: yeah and it is such a i mean the coolest thing about film is the marriage of like Art and technician, like technical
0: skill, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you don't have your technical skills on point, the art suffers for it. And like you say, sound is not often thought of, but sound is one of the most goddamn important things when you're doing a film or anything you're doing like that is because if you have terrible sound, the whole thing's shit. Because it it takes emotion out of it. The sound is what gets you in. A great score, Hans Zimmer. Yeah, yeah. Batman. You know, like it just... Mm. It gets you into those characters, man. Like oh, in yeah. scenes that are so stale, yeah. That subtle, like, score going in there and winding up. Oh zzzz. man, and like, it's just, it's just, it's.
1: I think of movies like some of my recent kind of the sound movies. Movies I've watched and just loved the sound for were like, um, obviously, Blade Runner. The new Blade Runner movie was just. Crazy. I don't know if you saw that.
0: Yeah, I did, yeah.
1: But the merging, so in that in that the thing that really I really got enjoyed me, it, bro. Yeah, I mean it was long. It's long. It's yeah. a little bit there's, there's fifteen long.
0: minutes in there that probably could be yeah, cut, but- two hours. Just over two hours, yeah, it yeah. would have been fine. It's, it's very, but it's but for every scene, it's slow moving though. It's yeah. not a fast moving no, film no, no, at any true. aspect, yeah. you know. But the the thing they do with
1: the sound design in that is they merge the diegetic sound of like the city with the score. So yep. some there'll be yep. this kind of like guttural score going through the thing, and then it just seamlessly merges, and all of a sudden you don't know whether it's music or a car engine flying through this, you know, dystopian yeah, yeah, city yeah, yeah, yeah. and. And then we come in, you know, like that was just a, like the sound design was incredible on that. I will
0: agree with that hundred percent. Yeah. Uh,
1: and Arrival. Did you see Arrival? Yeah, I did, yeah. Jeremy um, Rena. Yeah. yeah, and uh, uh, name escapes me. Amy. Yes. Yeah, Amy. Um, I forget. Who I yeah, I know. That, we, yeah. Th- that's th- that's nine thirty uh, <laughs> Hornets <to> <laughs> for you, mate. Um, but, yeah, that one, again, that one's... I mean, that movie's insane. That movie's a modern classic. It's uh, quite crazy, yeah. Oh, dude, the the way that movie plays out... What do you mean Blade out, Runner or
0: Arrival? Arrival. Yeah. The way that I movie only plays it out. I the once, hey? I normally watch... You Everything at least it twice, if not three or four times, what yeah. I like. Sometimes five, you know. But the whole, just the whole, the concept was amazing, man. Yeah. You know, like the, the communication side of yeah. things. Yeah, dude, I re- it was,
1: it was, it was interesting. It's a different.
0: It's a left take on it, eh? yeah. Like
1: of com- and like it, I've never seen anything like that, man. Yeah, and but, just, but the sound design in that as well, like the noise of the of the creatures. Like that, just second to none, and yeah. th- th- those are the movies and uncut gems. Sound design impeccable. Mm. You know, it's those movies where that the sound design just takes it to the next level, and you know that is a mixture of that that comes in post. So that is a mixture of te- technical
0: technicianship and uh and is that's got to be where your time to shine is, right? Yeah. From, from a sound point of view, you know, and yeah. linking up with. I mean, you doing sound design and linking up with like someone doing a score like Robert, as we spoke about before, it's that synergy between you two, like to sync it up and make what it is, but that's your time to do something with it, right? And create that emotion and feeling or heighten or lower it, you know, and whatever else. And it's just it's a creation to make that seamlessly flow through the whole thing and totally and, and get the audience to feel the way you want them to feel or the director wants them to feel whatever the overall vision is. Yeah. That's your thing, right?
1: Yeah. And that's exciting. Yeah. Like you can build worlds with audio, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Super cool. But it's the same thing for the, for the camera team, you know, like that's a hugely technical, uh, you know, like craft, but at the end of the day, there's that art, there's the art of it sitting behind there. So, you know making films is a weird hybrid of like it's like a trade in a lot of ways yeah. but it's but it but there's that art uh, underneath it all and it is a piece of art that you're creating so you know it's unique like that and that's i think that's what makes it so exciting when you see a movie that's crafted perf- perfectly and also got a great story been written really well acted really well like i don't know it's, it's just something unreal about all that coming together and yeah you know there's nothing else like it
0: it just ticks all the boxes, yeah. Yeah, totally. And yeah. And, and it ticks the that emotional box and, and you, you you're like, oh, I just saw something then, you know. Yeah. That you, that sticks with you for a long period of time and then you word of mouth, you tell someone else about it. And like we were talking about uncut gems, it we yeah. both like got a lot from that. Yeah. To be honest, I've only watched it once I don't think because I'll, it was I'll, so yeah. fucking stressful I think the I'm whole scared. time. I don't think I'll watch it again. Oh, I don't know if I can, but I don't know if I should. Yeah. It's yeah, that good yeah. on first – what like you can only see something – you can only experience what something once for the first time. Yeah. That's it.
1: And some movies, you know, like one of my favourites is The Big Lebowski and that's a movie you can watch a thousand times. Yeah. And you'll pick up on things every time and like, you know, that's a great film. Jeff Bridges is unreal and, and just, you know, it's crazy. But, um, yeah, some films – one one time is enough, and it's a it's an amazing film. It's piece of that's it's a masterpiece, that, eh? but like you don't like that movie was extremely like I feel like when the credits started rolling it was the first time I started breathing in three hours. You know, it was just insane. It's no. So
0: funny because I've got the exact same feelings about the film that yeah. you have, basically. Yeah. So that's I I mean I'm interested to know what other people felt about it. Eh? Like yeah. I, I know I've had a few conversations about it, but from like non-filmmakers, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like that one was almost appreciated a lot more by the filmmaker. I don't know though, you know, like it's just. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's. I can see why people would hate it. I could see why people. Yeah, because it's not why they sit down on their Saturday night to watch because they don't want to feel those kind of emotions. A hundred percent. Yeah. But what it drags out in you because you didn't know what to think. Like I saw the trailer. I knew a lot of hype about it before I did research on, you know, I was just like. I'd been waiting for it like sixteen months beforehand, like because yeah, yeah. I knew I had heard I'd read different things about. Oh, because like it was meant to be out. Jonah Hill at
1: one point. Did you know oh, that? Oh, really? Yeah, like Jonah Hill was tipped to be the main guy.
0: I love him as an actor too.
1: Yeah, and he would have. It would have been like I think he would have pulled it off, but mm. like yeah, I don't know. What like yeah, that's interesting. Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, I could I, see it too. I think they wanted Sandler right in the beginning, and Sandler said no. And then they went through all these different actors. They had a bunch of different ones. And then they were ready to shoot with Jonah Hill. And then Sandler saw Good Time and was like, oh, like I'm in. I'm back. So, they Um, went with him again. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but like it went through all those. And like it was, how cool is it? Like it's set in like 2009, right, which you don't really consider as a period piece but they've got all of like you say. The weekend is like at the beginning of his career, yeah. And like when you see the old well, iPhone-
0: they've got the Celtics player as well, who's we should mention is not an actor. Yeah, and yeah he was exactly. Fe- he, he played a beautiful role in oh, it. Oh man, you know? he was
1: so he made me so angry. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Whole, yeah, that Still
0: in the still in the gym and yeah, stuff, so and like brutal. keeping it as like a yeah as a good luck thing and and, oh, and, and then
1: like you know all the, they've got like old iPhone threes and like yeah. the, even all the UI on the mobiles is like that that old iPhone kind yeah, of vibe, yeah, yeah, yeah. the iOS and like little things like that, you know, like, I don't know. I watched that and I was like, damn, 2009 is a period piece now. That's crazy.
0: It is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, it? right. But when you see what we've gone through and how many yeah. more things are going to come out like that now, like, cause it was kind of an end of an era and a start of a different one now yeah. with this pandemic stuff, you know? Oh yeah, totally. And people yeah. are just so different. The world's so different. Yeah. Like, where do we go to from here? I mean, that's, it's like, they say that, um like we go through these stages from humanity, you know, of of things happening in this way of like really catastrophic events, you know, or a society and a culture goes like full circle as in you start to, when you start to see an end of an area or end of an era or like a end of a civilization, like I mentioned before, the Romans, hmm. Greeks, all these people that used to run the world at a certain point, it goes from like, People being so outlandish and just showing everything on full frontal and going so crazy that like, not crazy, but, and this is a, this is a interesting uh, topic conversation that probably should avoid, but like, the sexuality and questioning, you know, with Mm -hmm. like the him, her and I and all those different like pronouns and stuff like this, because everything starts to get to question about who we are and what we are and what we're doing and who we're actually like, we're not just down the line. We're just so much, it just goes to the fullest extent and then it goes full circle. Yeah. So I'm like, what's next, you know, like because of all this that's happened now, the internal thinking of the pandemic and what am I truly made of and Mm. what am I doing? And then the self-expression nature of it and, and all these different understandings of who you are and who we are as a culture and stuff yeah like where do we go now
1: because the greeks and romans were like sex in terms of sexuality they were like famously very open right yeah and just like like, just all all orgies and like whatever
0: with promiscuous part just like full on like and and kings and queens having harems and like you know just all this crazy stuff well we say crazy, crazy and normal mindset. What is crazy? What is now? But that's what, what I what's, mean. What's normal? Dude? Well, what, what is normal these days? Like, you know, you got people showing all the stuff on social media, showing every little facet of their life, um, showing it all off and like unbearing clothes and everything like this. Yeah. The OnlyFans stuff, which we talked about before we started. Like, it's just where yeah. you go for you know, like like of such a repressed culture to showing everything It's like, I honestly, I honestly think this, right. And I could be crazy about this right now is that it will go full circle. Like at the moment we're showing every little bit of ourselves, right? Every single little bit of ourselves, almost like we're all running our own Truman show, you know, Mm -hmm. online and, uh, you know, like close off everything, Mm -hmm. everything, and it's like to the like it's the fact of like it's a norm now of like the OnlyFans stuff or like anything like people growing up are just showing all this. They've got access to porn. They've got access to every single little thing you could possibly imagine with their phone, with their tablet or anything online, right? Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, you were lucky to get a porn magazine. You're passing around between your friends to see that stuff, you know. But I feel like it's going to go a little bit more crazier which I don't even know what looks like at that point. But then I feel like it's gonna go full circle where people are gonna start appreciating all these things again and they're gonna start covering up again within fashion, within within themselves. Like I I don't know. i d I'm not sure mm. because you've got now the generation of AI and all this other things coming into play of like artificial intelligence, of operating jobs and things like this and taken away from everybody. Like I don't, you know, I don't really know what the future obviously entails and stuff. Mm. But it's like if I feel like we're on that tipping point of that ice age, you know, of like it could go both ways and yeah. we're going to be here for it. Yeah, well, we definitely
1: are in a space now where uh, uh, people are at odds with each other, mm. right? You know, we watched America last year and 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 we can see things that are happening in our country now in terms of, Certain people on, in certain kind of groups and, and political ideas—they're uh, just not happy, and they're so far at odds with each other that they're even kind of hmm, like if I if I was to reference the there was a protest in Melbourne at the um, at a remembrance uh, shrine, right? Mm. Um, there are elements of that protest that are completely at odds with the whole idea of any movement of freedom, right? Like I feel like we're in a space where people are protesting and I don't even, it sometimes feels like people don't even know what they're actually protesting at this point and the ideals behind a lot of stuff are, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's it, um, which is I mean it's super tough because like the people protesting aren't majorities and 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 things like that you know like the majority is quite is quite quiet and we're just doing our thing and. You know, but I feel like those things kicking off. Like, yeah, I feel like we are at some point. We're at some point where things it's a tip in
0: scale, man. Yeah, like things. Everybody's questions
1: getting- are needed to be answered, and whether you know, wherever you sit on the political spectrum, you know, maybe it won't fall the way you would like it to fall. But yeah, it does feel like we're coming to a head at of, of, of something. And it is that, it is that openness, you know, like social media is, is evil because, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's great. It's so great. But like there are elements of it that are really bad because we are all so open now yeah. and like everything's on the table. Um, but at the same time, it's being used as a tool to like market stuff to us and sometimes not. Sometimes people with bad intentions are able to utilize that and, you know, make the most of that at the detriment to people in general. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where we kind of, where we end where up all after all this yeah. stuff. But, yeah, yeah I, I can see where you're coming from. It does, there are elements that make it feel like we're at a bit of a, we're at a bit of a turning point. And it mm. depends where, like, I wonder where we're going to
0: turn. That's interesting yeah See, and i think that's where art prevails though like i said where we are yeah. come back full circle on the on the on the conversation and that's yeah. where i feel like art prevails where art has its as its uh standing point is it it's it's there for us yeah you know, it's, and it's always, always there for us.
1: And it's making that commentary without necessarily the hyperbole of like, you know, people, yeah, you know, you can watch it and consume it and make your own ideas up about it as opposed to being bashed over the head with some like political rhetoric. Like regardless, again, of where you sit, I'm really trying. Can you I'm. how yeah. hard am I trying not to make a view, you know, an opinion point here? But yeah. Um, Dude, I'm the least
0: political person you're going to come across. So I I, I just, I see it for what it is and what I interpret of it. And I'm okay to hearing other people's opinions and something of it. But I don't stand like, ah, fist in hand, like going, I'm down this line, you know? I'm just. I think you should sometimes though, like yeah, there's a I responsibility guess, yeah, we yeah. have, but you know, that's why, being you know, a good there's person, a platform bro. for it. Yeah, exactly, I, man. Th- I, th- I stand behind being a good person and respecting everybody around me and their own opinions and their own yeah, ideas yeah. and what they want to be and what I want to be. Yeah. And if we're all on that standpoint of like, be the best version of you, as long as you're not hurting anybody. Exactly. And that's what, do what you want, man. I like hope- I, That's where I stand on it. I don't want anyone to run it. I don't want to run it. I don't want to run what you're doing. Yeah. I'm interested. Oh, I'll, I'll, if, if I jive with what you're doing, I'm on board, you know, let's make yeah. it, let's, let's see where it goes, you know, but. And, and I hope that's the turn we take. Yeah, is, me too. Is, is I have faith in humanity. Oh, that's good. But some people make me question it a lot, yeah, you yeah. know, like, and, and, and the way things are going, but yeah, I guess the ability to be able to question these things yeah. is
1: a good thing. And again, but that's what this is all about, man. You know, like we, yeah, we should be, we should be supporting each other as artists and just getting
0: around it and celebrating the stories that we're telling. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And that's a great way to finish it. Cheers, man. Australian Independent Film Festival, October 1st and 2nd. Get around it, guys. Yeah, come I'll on be down. There. It's going to be will fun. Be there. Yeah, let's 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 do it. But yeah. um, if not, you know, uh, is there a point to people to view some of the stuff online afterwards?
1: Uh, unfortunately, not. Like, yeah. it is a you do have to come down if you want to watch the films, yeah. uh, which is a good reason to come down. Um, <laughs> That's but right. I actually will be hosting some podcasts with some of the filmmakers after the fact. Okay, cool. Um, so, again, like, if you can come down and see some of the films, you'll be able to get a lot out of those podcasts and their processes because like you know i really want to know more about these these people who are making these films and what makes them tick so uh yeah so there'll be that kind of that that kind of stuff and uh yeah i mean it's all happening but at the end of the day come down and watch the films you know what i'm saying it's gonna it'll be worth it so where
0: can people get the tickets from
1: uh check out the metro arts website Uh, we've also got our event on Facebook which will give you a link straight there so Australia Independent Film Festival there's links all over it and our website is ozindiefest.com
0: and I will link all those up in the descriptions and everything to do with the podcast and all the platforms guys but yeah legend bro it's been a pleasure you having on here and um, yeah man it's been awesome to chat with you and catch up bro and uh, I love what you're doing man and just just keep doing the damn thing thanks man yeah we'll try hard nice to see you again man you too man righto guys it's us we're out Woo, did it. Another podcast done and dusted. Thanks a lot, Rich, for coming on the podcast. I thoroughly enjoyed that chat and I hope you guys did too. One of my favorite podcasts by far. So get around it, guys. Share it around. Tell people, tell your friends, tell anyone in the industry. Let's get behind this podcast. You know, We're building something here and and it's special and I know it's going to be great. And you guys are part of that. You guys are an integral part of that. So if you can share it around, follow, anything you can do on the socials, Instagram, going deep with Dan Good, my own personal account, Dan triple underscore good, or anything you can follow. We've got a Facebook page up there now. And yeah, throw us a like, five-star review, anything you can do, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I love and appreciate you all.